Mmm, audio parfait. This heresy? Open a fucking book on a weekday? <laughs> What's with the voice? That was just weird. Yeah, you were kind of weird, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, welcome <laughs> to Open a Fucking Book. I'm Kevin. I'm Stephanie. And this is, uh, yes, it's, it's an odd weekday episode of Open a Fucking Book, taking a... Uh, Step away from the series to do a weekday episode, just a short little episode, uh, 15, 20 minutes. I don't want to go half, over half an hour with it. Um, just it's, it's a book podcast, but we seem to only talk about the authors. So I figure, well, we should talk about books, talk about some books and book related things. And as you know, if you've been listening to us and our other podcast, I know it's not real, but that had to hurt. Um, if you like wrestling, go listen to that one. That we tend to, me mostly, veer off subject a little bit every once in a while and go on tangents. And I imagine that it, this one will be the same way. You know, we'll we'll start by talking about, I don't know, the existentialism of Virginia Woolf. And then the next thing you know, we're talking about how Die Hard's a better Christmas movie than Harry Potter. So, uh, it is. In your opinion. But no, in many people's opinion. Die Hard is a better Christmas. It, it is a Christmas. I don't even see Harry Potter as a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Is, is there anything you're reading right now? Um, Been reading, wanting to get around to reading? I'm I'm still reading Some Into the 13th Grave by Dorinda Jones. I don't want to finish it because it's the last book in that series. And I just don't want it to end. Yeah. I've had that. I've had, I've had the same, like, last two issues of The Walking Dead sitting on top of our bookshelf in the foyer for three, four months oh, since it came out and I have yet to pick them up and read them just because I know Rick dies but I don't know what happens after that and I I, I just I don't want to finish it. Yeah, I there, have, there hasn't been any spoilers on the Grimlet's fan page or the Duranda Jones fan page on Facebook. But I I just I can't make myself read it. I've gotten through one or two chapters and it's just I can't. <laughs> I'm too sad. It's because it's gonna end. But she has another series well two new series out and um I wanna start reading those but I'm I'm a purist when it comes to series. I have to finish reading one before I start reading the other, but I already own the other series and or the beginning of the other series and then more books are coming out, so it's like I need to hurry up and finish that so I can start the other series. And Yeah, see I and to me I can I can start another book halfway through while reading a different one. Because I'll do books and I do audiobook. I'm I'm more of an audiobook guy. Uh like we Oh, uh, from another author, I can read another book. Well, no, even the same author doesn't. If, if, as long as the two books aren't connected, like if, if they're connected somehow, then yeah, I have to do it in a 
well, I have to do it numbered in the series. But if the two books aren't connected, it, even if by, if they're by the same author, doesn't matter. I can jump in. One of the series is kind of connected. It's a, a novella series of yeah. the Charlie Davidson series. Yeah. Um, it's viewpoints of some of the characters after everything had happened. So I can't really start that series until I finish. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. So those are connected. So yeah, you need to you need to know what happens in this series before you can really go into this one. Otherwise, things might be spoiled or or things might not make sense. So I I get that. Yeah, that's not so much a purist way of doing it. That's just seems the logical way of doing it. Yeah, I know, but I mean, her like she has uh, this betwixt and between series. Um, I have the first book, which is betwixt. The second book is Bewitched, coming out August 17th of 2020. Yeah. And then the third book, uh, the cover should be released soon, um, is called Beguiled. Uh, I think I, I do own the first one. A lot of bees. Yes. I guess, and that's a... She tends to have a theme, like with the the other series, it's always with a grave somewhere in a location. First grave on the right, second grave to the left. And a number, yeah. Well, yeah, one through 13. Okay, so, and so I see she likes, she, she picks a, a theme and sticks with it. Well, yeah, and then the Death and the Girl Next Door is a continuation of that series, but it's from the lead male point of view. Okay. Um, and then the novella series is 1001 Dark Nights, uh, which the second book of that, which is The Gravedigger's Son, is going to come out May 11th, 2021. And then uh, she, she already finished A Bad Day for Sunshine Volume 2, which is A Good Day for Chardonnay, uh, which will come out April 27th, 2021. And I mean, so she's she's been working a lot on some books. So I, I mean, mean, when that's how you make your money, that's kind of what you need to do. You need to. Yeah, need I'm to excited. So I, I'm. I mean, I've got, I got some books to look forward to getting. I mean, I own over 500 books right now. Yeah, but you've you've read a fraction of that because they're all sitting in our house being unread. Right, oh, I've got, read over 200. Of I gotta them. have that one. And I gotta have that one, and I gotta have that one. When are you gonna read those? Oh, my my two. <laughs> we, be- we have a lot of books sitting in bookshelves that haven't been touched since you've gotten them. Well, because I get book of the month every once in a while. I get Alcrate. You haven't got book of the month in a while. Well, I know, but uh, I haven't even read any of those. I know. <laughs> um, Alcrate, I haven't read in a while um, because I've gotten the sequel to some of those books and I've read the sequels and I fell in love with some of those authors like um, Madeline Rue and the three girls that wrote uh, My Lady Jane. Um, Took three people to write that book? Three women wrote it, yeah. Jesus Christ. And it they collaboratively wrote it okay. and uh, it was really interesting and so they did it another book called My Plain Jane. Yeah. And I thought that was really neat. I haven't read that one yet, but I have it. And I mean, because I mean, my to be read pile list is... Is very long. 
It is because for every one I add to that list, I buy like 10 more books because favorite authors tend to go to the top of the list. I'm aware. And I mean, like Rick Ritterin's got new books coming out. Uh, well, she's got a whole other thing that we'll we'll talk about here in a second with, with him. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie Meyer, had, her new book just came out. Suzanne Collins' new book just came out recently, uh, which I have yet to buy. I still have to buy both of those. Um, but I mean, whenever I get, when will I get the chance to read them? Literally anytime you're not doing anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just, it's just I don't know. And then, I mean, I have books that were damaged in the basement that I still have to, uh, replace. Yes. We had a flooding issue a while back and, uh, some, some belongings and books, Kind of got the raw end of that. Yes, a lot of my books did. Yeah, weren't. Hey, I wasn't too. I was the one who had to fix the fucking the fucking basement, so I wasn't happy about it either. I was more upset about my books than having to fix the basement (laughs) because you didn't have to fix the basement. I did. I didn't. I didn't care about the flooding in the basement. I cared about my books because they all got molded. They they were disgusting, and I care more about my books. Yeah, I'm aware. And I, I mean, I think most of them have been replaced. I still have to replace my face on the milk carton series, but okay. What are you currently reading? Uh, well, I've I've been uh, powering through the Tattooist of Auschwitz by Heather Morris. Um, it's a good story. I I don't know the real actual story because it's a true story. I don't know the real actual story behind it, but I've heard I've seen online that I guess she took some fairly large uh, artistic license, creative license with it. So I don't know how much of that is, you know, what I'm reading has actually happened or what she's, you know, making more grandiose for the story. Uh, but so far it's been it's been pretty good. I had to take a little bit of time off from reading it. I haven't picked it up in a little bit, but I need to get back into it because I'm about a third of the way through it. So they're still in Auschwitz. They haven't, you know, there hasn't, you know, the war's not over or anything like that. And I got um, Jam by Yahtzee Croshaw that I still need to pick up. I love Yahtzee Croshaw. He's, he's fucking, I love a funny book. And his books are funny. I read um, We'll Save the, We'll Save the Galaxy for Food, which is fucking great, which is, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, it's, guy tries to save the galaxy for some food and uh so i imagine that jam's gonna be just as good but i got that one put away and uh i'll get it out in a little bit so you mentioned some books that are coming out i got a few um faith by julie murphy if you don't know who faith is faith is a plus size woman superhero by i believe valiant comics and uh, this is her it's going to be a two book series uh, this is her origin story of sorts. And Julie Murphy is who wrote Dumpling. Yes, I so, was just about to say that. Yeah. So uh, if you're a fan of that book, or I believe they made a movie on Netflix for it, didn't they? Yes, they yeah, did. So if you're a fan of all that, then Jennifer check, Anst- yeah. Aniston yeah. plays Dumplin's mom. Yeah, check that out. A lot of Dolly Parton references in that show. <laughs> I've never watched it. I did. I did. It was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, this heavy set girl yeah. is the daughter of a she's like a beauty queen isn't she she was a former beauty yeah. queen pageant queen okay yeah. and uh 
her mom wants her to go into right pageantry right. and so she she does right. just as you know a joke and she ends up winning it for her doing it for her dead aunt okay and well that's a uh... That's like the book one is coming out now this month. And then we have the, uh, so that's a young adult type book. So like kids book would be Evil Thing by Serena Valentino. That is the, uh, that Disney series that follows the Disney villains. And that one's about Cruella DeVille and how she became. And I guess it's told through first person narrative. So it's Cruella DeVille telling the story, which that seems pretty neat. I think that's probably going to be young adult too because but it's it's uh, on on BAM it's marked as the kids section. Oh, cuz yeah, it's marked as a kids book. But the, kids book can be anywhere from kindergarten all the way up to like 13. Well, the ones that are similar that I was telling you about when we were talking about it. Yeah. Um they sell them in the young adult section at BAM and Barnes and Noble. Well, when I looked on BAM, it was it was new in kids books and it was right there. Oh, so. okay. Um, if you want more nonfiction, they have The End of White Politics, How to End the Liberal Divide by Zerlina Maxwell. And apparently this is a woman who worked on um, the Obama administration. And she's like, listen, we've never had a woman president. We've only had one black president. The country's been ran by white people, white men, old white men, since it came into fruition. So maybe it's time to do something else. I agree. I think like that meme says, yeah. maybe maybe no president this coming term. <laughs> America needs to be single. Maybe, maybe figure out what she wants. Stay off the dating apps. Just kind of you know relax. Do a whole Stella got a groove back type thing. Go to the beach. Just just relax. Then, maybe Netflix and chill a little bit. Yeah, and then we got a uh, fiction which is Ant Kind by Charlie Kaufman. Um, this caught, it was actually, don't judge a book by its cover, but it's actually the cover that caught my eye. It looks really neat. And apparently it's, guy comes across a, a movie that's been long lost. He's like the only one who's seen it. And it's, it's like a three month long masterpiece of a movie. And it takes the creator 90 years or some shit like to make it. And then it's destroyed. So he's the only person that knows this movie. And, um... All that survives is one little um, piece of the projection reel, just one little scene. So he's got to try to recreate the whole movie from just that, and he has to fight the people on Twitter while he does it. So it's supposed to be really funny. Um, it's supposed to be like a psych uh, like a psychological thriller, but a funny psychological thriller. So hmm. uh, that 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 perked my interest. That's that, that's the that type sound, of shit I'm into. Yeah, that the, you know, me too. Thriller comedies, horror comedies, uh, anything like that. Shaun of the Dead's one of my favorite movies, so I love that shit. Um, all right, what else? Real quick, we'll snap some shit out and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, well, Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer comes out August fourth yeah. of 2020. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Rick Ritter in Trials of Apollo book. Five, which I'm looking forward to, uh, The Tower of Nero comes out October 6th, 2020. Well, and also the TV shows. Well, we don't have a release date on the TV show well, yet, yeah. but the Percy Jackson series, uh, he's currently working on. They're still working on the pilot script outline, and it's too soon to work on the casting. And everybody's hoping that it sticks closer to the books than what the movies did. Well, 
Ritterin said that he is going to be working closely with it to make sure that it stays closer to the book. Um, I mean, it's been the 10 year anniversary since they made the first movie when they and the only problem with the movie I had is that they casted everybody too old because in the book, they're 12. Well, see, but that's how they do it for a lot of movies. They'll they'll. At a certain age, they cast them older than that, and then when you get to another certain age, they usually cast them younger than that. So, because they don't want little kids looking too much like little kids, they don't want older people looking too old. So they try to stay in it. But I get what you're what you're saying. You you want it to. It's like, well, they're twelve year old in the book. They need to be twelve year old in the fucking movie too. They or they need to look at least twelve. Yeah, yeah they need. To, yeah, they did not look twelve. They they didn't even look sixteen. You could tell they were around 18, 20 years old. Yeah, Alexandria Daddario does not look like a young teenager. No, Ni- neither did Logan Learman. Not unless you're going to tape those things down, which they may have had to have done. No. So hopefully they, they stick true to the book. And, you know, if they do, and they're doing it episodically, you know, we'll get to see the epic fight scene in the St. Louis Arch. That you've told me about several times. I, I've never read the books, but I, I have a wife who is more than willing to tell me all about them. Well, I'm I'm excited about it because it's the St. Louis Arch and it's Ares and Logan, or not Logan, it's Percy mm-hmm. and Ares. And, yeah. you know, he's using the Mississippi River water and you yeah. know it's kind of nasty yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. using it against yeah. Aries. Yeah. But <laughs> it's if you've never seen the Mississippi, <laughs> go out to your front yard, dig a hole with nice some good dirt, dump a cup of water in it, and then stick your hand in there. That's the Mississippi. <laughs> it's fucking gross. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And then uh Big news that was released yesterday, Ernest Klein has released information, the book cover, and a date for Ready Player Two. Yes, don't let Steven Spielberg get a hold of this one, please. No, because the movie was screwed up. The movie was fine for being just a fun movie. If we had never read the book beforehand, the movie would have been great. World War Z was the same way. Yeah, I went. In, I came Ms. out of World Peregrine's War. Home for Peculiar Children. I came out of World War Z going. You know what? If they wouldn't have named it World War Z, it would have been a perfectly fine zombie. You movie. blame me. You like why did why did you tell me to read the book before we watched the movie? Yeah, yeah. The like, book is so good because it's so original. It, it's not just a straight zombie story. It's interviewing all these people who lived through the zombie apocalypse after it was over. And nothing to do with what the fucking movie was about. They were two completely different stories. Completely. That's why I hate Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Because fucking Tim Burton got permission from Ransom Riggs to switch the main fucking characters well, around. Well, you need to blame... You can't blame Tim Burton for that because he's an artist doing what artists do. You need to blame Ransom Riggs. For allowing it. I do. Okay. But I mean, why? Why would you switch your main fucking characters around? It would have not changed the fucking movie whatsoever. I don't, I don't know. It's, it, he, he obviously felt more of a connection with the character he thought should be the main character rather than the character that was actually the main character. So just, it's just it's an artistic license. I am all about 
books being turned into TV shows like Nosferatu, which we we're still which we're watching and we absolutely love, or um, a miniseries like what they're doing with The Stand. They're turning Stephen King's Stand into a miniseries. It was a miniseries like back in the early '90s or '80s or something like that, but apparently it sucked. I never got to watch it. But they're turning that into a miniseries. The only way I could see doing a movie for a book is if you do it in like one book will make two or three movies because you don't have enough time to cover every little thing that's in a book. Like the Harry Potter movies when they left out one of the most important characters, Peeves the Poltergeist. He played an important role in every single fucking book and he is not seen in one single movie. Yeah, I... Other than, like, maybe Fight Club, I can't really think of any movies that surpass the books. Just just for that reason, is you have so much... A lot of people so think much, Jaws. I've never read the Jaws book. I love the movie. I've never read the book. Um, but you just don't have enough time in a movie to touch on everything. There's so many books that are out there that have this big, slow build. A dog's barking at something. Um, so, yeah, I would much rather see... TV shows or miniseries, at least I'm perfectly fine with just doing a, a an eight episode miniseries on some book and, and and put the money into it and put the time into it and make it right. Show the book for what it is, rather than just you know throwing out a you know a two hour long movie and hope that we get to see what you know you want to see out of a book. Yeah, Speak, I'm, you know. with with the Percy Jackson series, yeah the the first book came out like. 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. And yeah, I'm in almost mid-30s. But yeah, I'm excited to see 12-year-olds almost kill each other. Well, but it's it's also a part of when you were younger. So Yeah, I was like 15. Yeah, so. But I love mythology. Yeah. And if they do it right, they can add in the Heroes of Olympus series, the which is the mixture between the Roman and Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. They can add in the Magnus Chase uh, series, which is the okay Viking, well, yeah. not Viking. Yeah, well, yeah, well, with the TV show, they can get everything added in, but when you do it with the movie, you really can't. So, um, bad news. One of your, sh- you know, a show that you love. I've watched it. Based off the comics, uh, Sabrina on Netflix apparently just got canceled. And is it why do all the shows we love? Get canceled. We just finished binge-watching Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency just to find out that they only put out two fucking seasons and then canceled it. Yep. It was it was great. And... Fuck, Daybreakers got canceled on us. We loved that show. Um, it's the last season for Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's, just, it's, 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 it's a downer. Last season for 13 Reasons Why, which was based off of a book again. Yeah. But I think they they think that maybe they're finally coming to uh, a stopping point with that. Fucking Agent of Shield, they just started doing something neat where they're <laughs> jumping around through time. It's they're they're the uh, the the Marvel versions of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, but that's not based off a book. Well, it's, based comics. On, it's based off the comic books, which are books. We will cover comic books and graphic novels, goddammit, because they are just as important as as regular chapter books. They are. They've they've led just as much. They've lent just as much to the ether of American culture as literature, as chapter. They are literature. So, all right. Well, 
I think uh, I think we're gonna be good for this week. You had anything else that you really really wanted to talk about? No, I think that's everything that I had to say. All right, still haven't come up with a, a name for these episodes. Maybe like the you know, Cliff Notes shows or something, <laughs> since they're shorter and. <laughs> just cover stuff. Uh, we'll figure that out as we're going along. But hopefully in the, in the future we'll be doing some, uh, we talked to some authors, doing some interviews. Those will be on this show, not on the other show. So, um, well, I guess I guess that's it for today. Yeah. All right. For Stephanie, I'm Kevin. Again, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Support your local bookstore. Support your local library. People don't say that enough, but... Th- we love Barnes & Noble. We love Books A Million. But those guys, if they don't get your dollar for one week, they'll be fine. Yes. Your local bookstores, they need your help. The indie bookstores. Yes. Go to your local bookstore. Go to your library. Help them out. And you're doing yourself a favor by getting some literature. So between now and the time we get to talk to you next, do yourself a favor. Open a fucking book. All right. See ya. Bye, guys.